Then she says the dumbest line ever. Oh, that she's a Niner fan. Yeah. I know, it's great. Three, two, one. Okay, we are clear. Ready to go live in five, four. Cue the talent, three. Hey, I said cue the talent. Two, and one. Attention hobbyists, sports fans, and collectors nationwide and abroad. It's time to get about the hobby we are all a part of. Live from the Mojo Break Studios, it's Dan and Doug. Come on! So, get hype. What is going down, everybody? Episode number 70. Coming at you. Mojo Break, the hype podcast. Thank you for joining us. Sponsored by MojoBreak.com, where you can get all your sports card needs. Breaks, case breaks, box breaks. Uh, podcast now as well. And uh, check us out. We've got breaks today of Obsidian uh, football. Brand new. Kind of looks a uh, little bit like upper deck black from back in the day, which people loved. And I don't see the screen on there for some reason. <coughs> oh, um, but uh, black, black screen. Let's go home. <coughs> just uh, it's it's just uh, that's what uh, Obsidian looks like. It's on the screen right now. It's uh, it just night? black on black on black. <laughs> uh, but um, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. There's been unfortunately there's been a little bit of a black eye last week with a lot of scamming going on. So we're gonna divulge and jump into that and talk about the recent scams. And um, what you can do to protect yourself as a buyer to stay away from these people. And also how just dumb these, some of these scammers are. That I just can't believe that some people fell for some of this. I'm joined always by Dan and C-Rad. Dan, what's going down? It's going down. Um, yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's that time of the year, you know. We always see an influx of scammers. Maybe people are trying to get some extra, you know, spending money for holidays. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah, yep. I mean, unfortunately, there's scum in every industry. Um, but uh, the, the the great thing about this industry is it's self-policed. You got to do everything on video. So you do some funny business on camera, you're gonna get caught, and that's what happened here. Um, so we're gonna play some of the videos. So for you guys that are listening on iTunes under the podcast, uh, we're gonna do our best to kind of describe what's going on. But I wanted to bring back the throwback scam just to start off the show. The Brandon Cooks to ninety nine. And a lot of the stuff today is being brought to you by uh, Sports Card Scammers Exposed. So I would bookmark this website, sportscardscammers.info. Uh, it's you know to protect yourself. If you're buying a card for somebody that you don't know, you can go on here and see if they've had any marks on their record, if they've had any shady dealings in the past. Um, it's a great, it's a very long read as far as individual names. Unfortunately, there's just a crap ton of scammers in this industry. But if you're going to buy a $1,000 card or you're going to do a trade with somebody, this is the place where you want to go first to make sure that this person hasn't had any shady dealings in the past. So and uh, have some free time, and it's a uh, your popcorn ready. It's kind of a time suck as well. You'll, it is. You, you could fall into it. I've been on that. I've been on that form and have sat there for you know hour and a half, and I'm like just reading all the comments, man. You can. You can fall into the rabbit hole and you could be in there for a long time. So Well, and they created the list through here, but most of the comments and stuff are through Facebook, so they have a group. So I would definitely, if you have a Facebook, which most of us do, I would definitely add yourself to the group. Usually an ad admin will approve you right away. And you can go through and just, you know, it just helps you. If you're involved in this industry, you're doing purchases from people, it's just a great kind of handbook to have around. So props to the guys over at sportscardscammers.info for putting this on and, and dealing with all this. It's a lot to deal with. It's, a, they, lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of it's work, a for, lot these, of work for, these, uh, for these guys that do it. I know it's, uh, it's Ron and C. Gilmo, and I think Drew's on there. There's a few more that I'm forgetting, but they, they spend a lot of time, and they, they make sure people prevent evidence to also protect people that are getting called out and stuff like that as well. But uh, – uh, let's let's go into the DNT one. Uh, the Brandon Cooks. Uh, you guys remember some of you guys remember this uh, from a while back. It was the infamous. That's why we do the Brandon Cooks to ninety nine on the videos. I think this guy might be. Uh, 
he might be coming back or something. I mean, a lot. Unfortunately, a lot of these guys like they'll go away for a year or two, and then they'll come back. Yep, yep, under different names, and that's that's what the unfortunate thing is with Facebook groups is you can just create another Facebook group with a different name. You can even create another Facebook profile. So after we go through some of this, we're also going to detail on how to protect yourself as a buyer, uh, things to look for, things to look for for who you buy from, like. There's some concrete things that you should do as a buyer and giving people your money. And there's some things you shouldn't do as well. So uh, we'll kind of narrate through this one for you guys that are just listening to the audio version. Uh, but here is uh, Mr. Uh, Brandon Cooks to 99. And it's more of a sleight of the hand thing going on with this guy. So he was breaking 2016 honors football, which has two encase cards and a pack of base cards. The worst sleight of hand ever. And literally, you could see that he kind of covered it up move the box on the front of it we have number to 99 number to 99 mr brandon cooks oh yeah brandon cooks i mean how many times is it going to say brandon cooks i got to watch the rest of his videos if they if they exist was that a cat? I think so. The or cat was, was trying to call him out as being a scammer. <laughs> what is going on right now? Brandon oh, that's oh. A, let's cover the camera up. Let's take the empty box of honors, cover up the card that's sitting on the table for a long time. Oh, and magically, there's and two it, cards there. And I actually see a picture in picture because I think that's Doug. Filming it. No, I didn't film it. It was somebody else that uploaded <laughs> oh, <okay>. the video. <laughs> it's a nice iPhone. Number to 65. Oh, yes. For the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> Mr. Kerry Collins. 1995. Score. So you can see all the comments that uh, people were calling him out during the break. So that happened about last year. So, But then there was like three or four scams that went on last we week. It was crazy. Keep it up with it. It was also fun, a good read. Get your popcorn ready. Um, the next one comes from a guy that was selling single packs of Prism um, football. Single packs of Prism football. And I'll show you guys this so you can see it right here. Thick card. Thick card. Oh, this is the uh, the Dick fastest card. rip card in there. ever of a prison pack. He got it. So he takes the, the stack of cards off camera and says, there's a thick one, and I'm going to take a peek. And the ca card remains off the camera. No, the whole pack. The whole pack for several seconds. The card's still not... We're still talking about the card not that's, being on the camera. Low number. And I see a uh, sad face emojis. No, angry that, was, emojis. that was an angry emoji. Another, Another angry, angry emoji. emoji. All right. Schuster. Yeah, let's not have a lot of people in the room. Namakon Sue. So. And we can kind of scrub through to where he shows the Cooper eventual Cup. card. Did he say in Damakon Sue, I wish he went to the Raiders? Jeremy yeah. Hill. Jeremy Hill. Was that an option? Will Fuller the fifth. <laughs> so. Joe Flacco. Yeah, you can kind of scrub through the end. It winds up being a Jamon Moore uh, patch auto. And obviously, you know, there it is. Jamon Moore. Jamon. So, and also some people compared the thickness of the cards, and they were like, it's not the same thickness. And um, But one thing is, he took the card off the camera. So even if he didn't scam and he was looking at it, it just doesn't look good. So somebody like this you don't want to buy from. So... And um, the last one, there was That's Creaky nice Chair Guy. Thing. Creaky Chair Guy is the last one. And then we'll get into, um, you know, some of these things about these guys that uh, you should look for as a, a consumer. So this guy's doing a helmet break. This one, I don't know if the guy scammed as much as him just being a dum-dum and not, like, doing whatever he's doing right now. We have a Jan Stenrude. Oh, I don't know if that was the whole video. For the but Chiefs. Go from the beginning. So he, he covers the whole camera with the box of mini helmets. Chair creaks. And then the helmet magically comes around on the other side. Jan Stenrude. 
for the Chiefs. So, you know, if you had to prove for the Chiefs. that that is a different helmet that is. came out of the box, you wouldn't be able to prove it. You wouldn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that actually was a scam. The way the guy, the way the guy broke the box, and the way he showed it on camera was completely wrong. No doubt about that. But I don't. That that could have been a Jan. It's Jan Stenerud, right? <laughs> Not Jan. Not Jan. <laughs> um, that could have been. I mean, that could have been the the mini helmet that was in that box. He could have took it out, and he could have been looking at the auto. And then putting it in front of the camera. So maybe his mindset was to hide the camera to, to, to show the element of surprise to people. Maybe. And that's why he did it on the box. Maybe. Okay. And, you know, I mean, he say he opened it up like this, right? He takes it out. And he goes like this. And he's, like, looking at it. And he's, like... For, for 20 seconds. And, and in his mind, he may be like, I don't know who the hell this guy is. It, it wasn't 20 minutes. It was about five seconds. No, it was it was like it was about five to seconds, seconds. And he could have been looking at it, going, oh, I don't know who that. He obviously didn't know who it was anyway. So he's like, oh, okay, how do? Here it is. I don't. So, but then, he, then you're so saying you're, with so the with the so chair with the chair creaking, he had to have leaned. So you're telling so me he leaned back. But we're, but we're looking at this, and we know we've opened up a lot of those Leaf Mini helmets, right? What could it possibly be? Where he's like, I need to switch it out. It, it, I think there there may be a couple Tom Brady's in there. There may be a couple Odell Beckham's in there. Well, there may be a Deshaun Watson in there. So I understand that, but check this out. What people didn't mention in this forum, there, there was some people that were backing him up because, yeah, the best thing you could hit is like a $500 helmet. Why would you risk your business for that? What if it was a PC item he wanted to keep? And that's priceless to him. But what, what, if, but what, if, also, what if it was a Le'Veon Bell? You're also telling me that he has, by his chair, he has a Leaf Mini helmet just ready to go. He could have opened one for himself. He didn't like it. He has a Leaf Mini helmet right by his chair, ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I don't really think I don't think you'd ever be able to prove that he switched the helmet. And and also that the name is on the top of the helmet. Why did he have to pull it out to read it? I I'm not denying that the guy is an idiot. Yeah. I'm not denying he doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing. But. I am saying that if you had to prove that that is a different helmet that, that came out of the box, you wouldn't be able to prove it. Well, you wouldn't be able to prove it. But he did. Uh, Brian Gray from Leaf jumped in on the forum and offered to give him a polygraph, which I know was kind of weird. But the guy didn't want to take the polygraph. So, But all I'm saying is it may not have been a monetary value thing. It may have been he wanted a PC item. Maybe he got the case in, opened a couple for himself, didn't like what he got, waited for a team that he wanted, like Livion Bell or maybe a Joe Montana. Maybe he was like, you know what? I Could don't want been. this John Stunerud guy. So <laughs> I'm going to wait until I do a break. I'm going to cover the camera, and I'm going to switch it out. It might not be a monetary thing. Everybody's saying, well, it's not a 500 The most you can make is $500. Why risk it? No, he wanted to keep one for himself. He, wanted the, he, wanted, he was going to wait until one came up that he wanted, and he was going to switch him out. In there's my a, opinion. There's a pretty good chance that if he did switch it out, he just switched it out for a Bob Lilly. There is a pretty good chance. <laughs> or, I mean, or a Ray guy. There, there's, those are one every case. <laughs> but, and once again, this is all brought to you guys by uh, sportscardscammers.info. Uh, but I wanted to get into, like, why, like, what to look for. Um, first off, if anybody's doing a break on their phone, don't buy in. That should be rule number one. If they're doing a break on their phone and they just have their phone, come on, man. They don't have any skin in the game, Right. I would buy from people that have websites also because that, that, takes, that takes a little bit of time to put together a website. Most of these scams are coming from guys that are sitting in their mom's basement. They're sitting in their office and they just started and they have a weird name to their website like Break the Box, Not the Bank or whatever the hell that guy's break name was. No, I like Wake and Bake. <laughs> wake and break. Wake and break. There was that. Yeah, there's, well, there's a few let, funny ones out there. But let's face it. He, it, was, it was Wake and Bake. That's what he's going for. He was going for that, yeah. He's going for that. Are you sure he just doesn't wake up, get a cup of coffee, start opening up cards? Shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. No, but what I'm saying is, is, is yeah, make sure they have some skin in the game. Um, make sure the cards never come off the camera. This is another one. Would you ever buy from somebody named that? If they were selling you a card. The guy's name is H-U-E-M-A-N Bing. So human being. He's going to sell you some cards. That's his name. Hey, man. He God joined, given. Joined Facebook in 2006. That's he has before, been around there for a while. Before I joined Facebook. That's a long time. But 
Yeah, make sure they have a website. Make sure you can go on and find out their videos. So if they've been breaking, and this isn't, I'm not sponsoring something here to get you guys to buy from us. I know most of the people that are watching this do buy from us. There's plenty of other options out there. If we're not breaking or you don't like what we're breaking and you don't like us, you don't like Dan's face, my face, there's plenty of other options out there. There's hundreds of legitimate options out there. But to buy from somebody that's on a Facebook group that just started their page yesterday that's breaking on an iPhone, it's just you got to be smarter than that. Also, don't ever send friends and family to anybody. Oh, I'll give you a deal. Send me friends and family. Well, now you're effed if the guy doesn't send you the card. Don't do that. So if anybody asks you to send money, friends and family, do not do that. And I mean, that should be go without saying, but hey, there's a lot of new people in this industry that could easily fall victim into somebody sweet talking them into saying, I'll sell you this $500 card for $400 if you send me friends and family and I promise I'll ship it out. Well, now you have no recourse. So if you send PayPal goods and services, they have to attach a tracking number to that. And if it shows up, you know, if it doesn't show up, then PayPal has your back. But friends and family, you're effed. You're kicked in the nuts. That's it. You're lo you, lo you lose your money. Um, but like I said, look at their history. If somebody has been breaking for five, six, seven, eight months or a year or more, then they probably aren't scammers because they would have been called out a long time ago. If it's somebody that started right away, then, you know, things are going to happen. Do you have anything to add to what to well, look for? I mean, I think, I, I think the, the time, the amount of time that you're saying, it doesn't really matter. Um, a lot of these people who are scamming. They're just getting caught now, but they've probably been scamming for a while. Not yeah. their not their first barbecue. I think the key is is having archived videos that you can go back and before you make a purchase, you can go back. It's like a job interview. You know, see if you like their presentation. See if you like, you know, the the way they the way they break cards. See if uh you know, go on their videos and see if there's anybody complaining about like not getting anything yeah. or not getting not getting shipment tracking or stuff like that. Like do a little bit of research. Um, just don't be super impulsive and be like, whatever, here's my money. Like, well, and also, here's another thing, and this goes pretty much for any purchase. If it's too good to be true, yeah. if the deal is too good to be true and you're just like, man, I'm coming up, you're probably getting scammed. Yes. Nobody is willing to lose a shit ton of money to give you a good deal. You're probably getting scammed. You're probably not going to get whatever you're paying for. Right, right. So remember that. If you're buying something, you're just like, shit, this is really, really, really good. This is a really good deal for me. I'm going to come up. You're probably not going to get it. Right. It's like, you know, there's a Bryce Harper card that sells all day for on eBay for $600. But this guy's going to sell it to you for 200 because his yeah, mom's in the hospital. His sob story is his mom's in the hospital. He needs money today. So if you can give him the money today, he'll send you out this Bryce Harper card and then you could sell it for even more because he, you know, he doesn't have time to deal with eBay. No, it's not going to happen. The guy's doing that to 20 or 30 different people and just collecting PayPal and he's going to run off or he's going to change his name. So with the, with the internet, so it's a wild and wacky place, man. And, and I don't know with Facebook groups, have you guys, any of you guys joined Facebook breaks? I don't know. Do they archive the videos? Can you go back and watch years and years of video like you can on YouTube? I don't know. I haven't joined any Facebook group breaks. Think, think you just. I, I wonder if Facebook breaks is taken as a domain on on Facebook. <laughs> Probably. I think uh, you just. I think you just came up with something right there. I'm, yeah. I mean, you're you're an innovator. You're you've done some things in this hobby without even trying, and uh, now it's it's actually become a business model. Are you going to go into that at all or, or oh, the stacks? Yeah. Well, I don't fully understand what the stacks program was to develop. But to you invented it. I, I may have as a free giveaway, but um, I, I don't know what the stacks is. Somebody was watching you do free giveaways, and they're just like, you know what? I'm that's my business model now. I'm gonna stack up ten two dollar cards and one five dollar card, and just have people buy in. Well, I got to give credit to Billy because Billy actually, I think, legitimately it, so it, did. So it's Billy. It's, I think it was, Billy did it was legitimately Billy's did idea. stacks. Well, he did a version of it, but uh, which was close to what the guy's doing because if you watch the guy do the stacks. You guys got to search stacks. I don't even know how to explain it, so that's why I didn't bring it up. But it's like a stack of cards, and you buy like $2 a spot, and you get one of the cards in the stack, which could easily lead to scamming. We were doing a form of it, but we were doing it for free for buying into breaks. And uh, Billy was doing the same thing. Billy had a whole stack. Like what I was doing was just a roll of the dice of 12 spots, mm -hmm. right, or 11 spots. So, But, I mean, there's rooms. I, I mean, I didn't really dive too far into it. But it looks like there's rooms that that's all they do. It's called stacks. And so, they just run. They just run these stacks of cards. Right. 
Right. So, and I would also be careful on getting into razzes, guys. I know there's a lot of like so-called legitimate razzing, but the reason it's called razzing is because they can't say raffle because you can't send payments for raffles because it's illegal in most states unless it's for charity and it's done within the state. So a Raz is where I got a Michael Jordan card for $200. Well, you can't get a Michael Jordan card for $200. I got a Michael Jordan card for $1,000. It's too good to be true. It must be a ripoff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have 10 people spend $100, and I'm going to do a dice roll, or I'm going to do a random.org, and one of those people that spent $100 is going to win a $1,000 Jordan, which, you know, so you're spending 110% to try to win a Jordan. Problem is, is a lot of these guys, you don't know where these names are coming from. They could literally load the box with eight names or they could, you know, who knows? So there's no legitimacy there. So I would stay away from a lot of razzing. I know it's a lot. It's a it's a rush because a lot of these guys that do razzing go card after card after card. And it's action. It's action. It's action. It's like being at a slot machine more than group breaks or like being at a blackjack table or something where it's a little slower. Right. So you need more action. You People go into these Raz rooms because they're, they just got that itch and they want to win these cards for cheap. But at the end of the day, you got a 10% shot every time and it's, you know, you're, you're walking away with nothing. So um, do anybody have any questions about um, just scamming in general or any comments in the chat? And if you do have any questions and you're listening to this later, you can hit us up at mojobreak underscore com on Twitter. Um, you can leave a comment underneath on the video. Or you can hit us up on Facebook as well. And, uh, you know, we'll always revisit these topics and uh, if we have new information um, as well. So, um, so I like to think that some of these guys that did these razzing and that did the scamming, this is my, what they look like if they went to rab, rob a store. See this, Dan, on the screen? I, yeah, so I'm, they, I'm just, uh, I'm just they, reading, reading the chat. Do you have some ideas on how one could scam without getting caught <laughs> asking for a friend? <laughs> uh, I, man, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> um, man. Oh, um, but yeah, black, uh, black pen criminals. These guys thought that they could put masks on their face with permanent marker to go, yeah, go I, rob somewhere. I have a pretty, I have a pretty, I mean, we, we've been doing this. We've been in a hobby and, and razzing is not, new it is something it's that been around for a while basically as soon as we got in razzing was something that existed um i've never been a fan of it i understand the rush i get it uh ziggy i have to disagree with it being the lifeblood of the industry because all manufacturers know about it as well they frown upon it um even distributors know about it they frown upon it like nobody, nobody in this hobby is really, unless you are razzing, nobody, it's actually a black eye in the hobby, if anything else. Right, right. I mean, cause I mean, they put the, the, the jargon on the back of the boxes for the no purchase necessary and stuff like that. And I think you're literally putting a monetary, uh, a monetary value on a single card by doing a razz, right? Yeah. So you're, you're exchanging values that way. And, and, and if people that are well-informed, Hey, I'm not saying don't do it. I mean, it's, it's just like trying to say, don't drink or don't smoke or whatever. But you know, a lot of people get caught up in it and they don't get anything and they, they leave this hobby too. So, and I know that happens with breaks as well, but at the end of the day, the razzing industry, the only way, way uh, they can't say raffle. Um, so right there, it's illegal. So it's not, it's not protected. And, um, but I, I get why people do it. I mean, it's, it's the reason I play lotto. It's the reason I scratch, you know, I do scratchers. You I scratch. scratch. <laughs> it's scratch? the reason I scratch. Um, but no, you know, it's probably so. because one of the, uh, one of the relic cards you were messing around with. <laughs> it might've been to bring back that last episode 69. Yeah. I don't know. I, I got a Christian Hackenberg relic rubbed it on my face. And I got bumps on it. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's you can revisit that in episode uh, 69 last week's episode. It's called The Clap. The Clap. <laughs> um, yeah, Instagram is ruining the hobby. Um, I could see, I could, haven't divulged into that. I could see that. Um, um, and it's, you're right. And that's another good point. Hits and Chicks got a great point. Um, it's not fair for legitimate businesses that don't pay taxes. And uh, that's a great point. There's actually a lot of breakers that don't pay taxes. They're not an they're not established. We're an S corp, and all my breaker friends that I know of actually I got a question. Are, 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 they do have documented paperwork that they pay their taxes every year, and there's a lot of guys that don't. So looking, I got a question for you. Sure. Um, looking, I have a business and I'm looking to not pay tax. Um, any any advice? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> to cash only or Bitcoin. <laughs> cash only Bitcoin. Um, 
Trust you guys and found I prefer breaks with you over the local card shops, and here is why. Yeah, I mean, we're just trying to inform you guys because, I mean, you know, we're not saying only buy from us. That's not the purpose of this episode. I just, I see this crap and I feel bad for people that fall for this stuff in the hobby that go out there and spend money and they think they're going to get these cards and then these guys pull a fast one on them. And it's like, you got to be well, you got to be informed. And I think having a website, having a shop, um, having skin in the game, meaning been doing it for a long period of time. And um, I mean, there's probably good guys on Facebook, but stay off Facebook and Instagram for breaks. Deal with breakers that have websites. They had to create something. They had to list something. They had to pay a lot of money to get people to come over to their site. So why would they ever risk anything for anything? You know, so um, I would love to hear about what's going on on Instagram. What, what, what are people doing on Instagram? Um, but, it, you know, so um, another few things I wanted to talk about kind of unrelated, but related at the same time. Don't ever buy hot packs on eBay. Never. Don't ever do it. It's not it's not going to work out for you. You're going to overpay for a pack. You're going to get a three dollar napkin card, maybe. And you're going to pay twenty dollars for it because it says judge rookie card in the title. These card, these packs are either finger effed at Target to find Oof. the relic cards, Damn, or dude. or if they promise you a Tatum rookie card in there, then they've been resealed because there's nobody has X-ray vision. So there is a lot of scams on hot packs. Don't ever buy them; they never work out. Um, and also, don't ever buy authenticated memorabilia. I mean, unauthenticated memorabilia. <laughs> Like in-person autos. It's so easy to just take a base card and practice Steph Curry's auto over and over again until you get something that looks like Steph Curry's auto. And then you're selling it for 10 or 20 bucks. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper than an authenticated Steph Curry auto, but it's not real. And the guy just made $20 off you. So only look for authenticated manufacturer stuff like PSA, JSA, Steiner, uh, Beckett Authenticated, uh, anything from Panini and Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. Those, those stuff, they have a track record of being legitimate. Um, there's a whole slew of guys creating their own COAs or uh, just you know other companies that aren't legitimate that are putting COAs on items. And these items are going for a lot cheaper, but they're obviously not from a trusted source. Now, I'm not saying they're not real. Maybe they're not real, but it's just why, why save 100 bucks on something that's not real? That's, you know, that's not, there's a possibility, but if you're buying something from JSA, PSA, all those companies I mentioned, and I probably forgot a few, so don't, don't hate me if I forgot your company. Uh, those ones, those items are, have a history of being from a company that has a track record. Uh, yeah. You just said napkin relic and ink finger effing in the same sentence. Did you? Yeah, no, you did. I didn't. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't say those words. Did I make you cringe? You did. You did. I think you need to drink some more Windex and, <laughs> and, and, and get back to your double shot of Starbucks energy over there. Shit was moist. <laughs> Yeah, there are scammers on eBay, too. I would stay away from... There's only a few reputable eBay breakers. Um, eBay will have your back in most instances, so that's a lot safer than going on Facebook. But at the same time, um, you know, look at their feedback. Because if they have bad feedback, if they don't have over 98% feedback, I wouldn't break with them either. So um, that's another thing to look at as well. So... Um, but there, I mean, there's a lot of good eBay breakers out there. So let's let's not let's not hate on eBay. eBay's a eBay. I mean, actually, with eBay, you're as a as a buyer, you're pretty well protected there. I yeah. would say if you're gonna if you're gonna pick an avenue and you don't want to go through a reputable site, eBay is not a bad way to go. And Ziggy has a point about uh, he he. I saw him put it in the, the chat a little while ago about razzing. Um, a Doncic to seven card has sold how many times on eBay? Compare that to how many times. It will close in a raz. So I guess the thought process is is that you can raz a card faster and more money's brought in that way. Is that is that is that good or is that bad? So the same card will sell forty times in a raz compared to maybe twice on eBay. So it's generating more money for the hobby that way. Is that the point we're trying to make here? I, uh, well, <laughs> I'll tell you right now that doesn't really doesn't help the manufacturer at all. Well, maybe indirectly where people have money in their pocket that razz that card, but right? But let's face it. I, I think there's a, like a pull of X amount of dollars for this hobby, right? It just gets cycled around. I don't think there's tons more new money coming into it. Right. And it's hard to say. I mean, how many Patrick Mahomes cars have changed? I mean, any hot car is probably going to be bought and resold, bought and resold, bought and resold, even on eBay. may not be as quick as a Raz, um, but, you know, it, it definitely cycles through. Um, but I also wanted to talk about before we jump in, we've got, we're going to talk about that tops Brooklyn, that tops Montgomery stuff coming up, 
But I wanted to do one last thing about this razzing thing. I was thinking if we could get the manufacturers to possibly step in, and they've, they've talked about this for years. Panini had a roundtable or approved breakers list. Upper Deck has approved breakers list. But my idea was if they can have like maybe a star system. So you got to be like in business. This is my idea. I actually was talking about it with Rich is if you're in business for over a year and you spend 40 or $50,000 with a proven distributor, then you get one star. Um, if you have a shop, you get another star. If you've been in business for five years, you have a shop, then you're like the top level. And I think this is somewhere, and maybe this is some Sounds like some a pyramid. Innovator. Sounds like a pyramid scheme. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying it's earning ranks. Got to get some people under you <laughs> to sell breaks, and then you'll get a percentage of their breaks, and then you they get people under you, and then you get a percentage. Yeah, dude, I've never heard of that before. Did you just come up with that? It's not a pyramid scheme at all. <laughs> I'm talking about earn your stripes. So you get one stripe for this, one stripes, stripe for that. Pyramid, whatever. So dude. now you have the top level guys that have a shop. They break for over five years and they spend over X amount of dollars with distributors. And then have this published somewhere. So this is an idea for somebody that has a website or a blog that they could maybe create something like this. And, you know, it'll be a go to place for people that are new in this hobby. Maybe sports card scammers can run with this idea and have it on their website of these guys. Um, have been proven to be, you know, long-standing in this industry, and they're safe to buy from. They've never scammed. I think we already have that with uh, Breaker Culture has something like that. Um, they do have a good rating system, but those um, are group group break checklist. He has a he has a list of breakers that are on. He has there. a list of breakers, but I don't think there's any info that's been divulged. Like, has this guy been doing? Does this guy have a shop? Like those three requirements. But what stops somebody from being like, I didn't do well in their break? I can't stand these guys. I'm going to contact them and, and get them no, knocked no, off the list. No, I mean, they're, they're, I don't think it's it's. I don't think there's any. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't, I'm not actually, talking about a rating. Actually, system. you know what? You know what? I, I who is going to police this? Like, who is going to spend the time to do it? Where where's the monetary gain? What, like, are you just you just want somebody to do it just out of just the the niceness, the, the night just being a nice well, guy? I mean, we could we could do it almost like a union where people that are on that list have to pay dues. We've talked about this, but I'm not saying I'm not saying make it create something where it's feedback from customers. I don't want feedback from customers on that site. That's why a site like Breaker Culture is a rating system. Leave that the way that that so, is. So group breakers form a group like Fight Club. And you basically <laughs> like you don't talk about Fight Club. It's <laughs> no, no, it's for the customers to see. But I'm saying you have to earn ranks and these ranks are simple, achievable things. If you've been breaking for over a year and you spend over $50,000 a year on sports cards, then you get level one rank. So if you have a shop, you're level two rank. Now. Okay. And if you have been in business for over five years and you have those other two requirements, then you're level three, which is the highest rank. So you can have like feedback emojis. Like you, like <laughs> if you get to a certain level, you're like, you're like the, the, the donkey emoji. And that's like third level. No, just there's, there's going to be a lot of third level people. So when you get to third level and there's no favoritism, there's not one guy that's better than the other. I'm just saying these all people have been around long enough that they're not going to scam I get you. what you're saying, but who is going to police that? Who's going to be like... Hey, you just got to the second level. Here, here you go. Good, good job. Here's your the manufacturers because they're protecting oh, their so, best interests. Oh, you can't even get release dates, man. Like, you you cannot put that pressure on a manufacturer. Maybe a distributor, but not a manufacturer. And then if you put that distributor, be fighting to be able to to be able to do that because they feel if they police that, then they're going to get all those accounts. You're, you, I maybe, know you're. I know you're using this for the sake maybe, of argument. No, but it's, well, maybe, it's black and white. Well, maybe you should do it. <laughs> May, well, I, I have a biased opinion. I, 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 if I didn't let somebody in there to be like, because you're, you're a business, and that's why you told me I, um, my business of scammerbreaks.com can't be on your website. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, steelcards.com. Why can't it be on your you website? Just based on name alone, I don't think you're going to go up the rankings. Based on what? Based on name alone, I don't think you're going to go very hard in the <laughs> rankings. <laughs> uh, Stealinghelmets.com. What do you mean I can't be on your Better Business Bureau website? So I'm just saying. I'm, I, I, I'm just opening the discussion. Upper, and, and if anybody has any ideas in the chat, I'm just saying. I want to protect everybody. You know? upper, upper Deck does it. 
Upper Deck does it, but they do it where it's completely not policed whatsoever. Like, they make shops and breakers jump through a bunch of hoops, right? Yeah. But we could not have a shop and still get the same Upper Deck product somehow. We could either we can either get it from other upper deck dealers. There's always a way to get the product. Right. So yeah. so they have this in place, but they don't police it. They they say they do, but they don't. Well, I'm going to talk to them about that on uh, January 8th or 9th or wherever time we're going over there to Anaheim and uh, we're visiting our friends over at Upper Deck because they, yeah, they make us fill out this paperwork every year about being an Upper Deck approved bre- uh, breaker, which means you have to have a brick and mortar shop. And you have to break a certain way, blah, 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 blah. And we sign off on it and we buy every single one of their products. And then, you know, it comes down to a product like everybody wants, like last year's cup with Austin Matthews in it, right? Austin Matthews is the bee's knees. Same thing with Connor McDavid. And then all of a sudden we get only three cases and we see somebody else, large scale breaker who doesn't have a shop that did over 200 cases. So money talks and it's not upper deck. It's somebody else that's giving them those cases. But my whole thing was is, they should have a shop like we do. We got to pay $3,000 a month to have this shop and they are breaking in their house. So it's not fair, but they're like, well, we can't stop the person from selling to them. We can't. And I said, yes, you can. You can stop them from selling to them. If you mark the cases and then you say, you're not going to buy our products anymore. Dude, money talks though. It, it there's, you cannot, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. If somebody wants a product, they will get the product period. They'll get it somehow. They will, there, but well, then pay retail on it. That's fine. But why? Why then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it's going to happen no matter what, and that's why these these things happen. I but. just think it's funny that specifically with Upper Deck, every single year I got to fill out this form that is the same thing I filled out the previous year. It's useless, um, and it only allows me to buy whatever product and the good products I'm going to get allocated on anyway. So it doesn't even really matter, right? Um, what five percent of our total sales is is upper deck yeah so at times i feel like it's almost not even worth it to fill out the paperwork but i do i do anyway because i because i you know i want to join fight club i want to be in the group well, you I know wanna, what i want to be in the club you know what i'm going to do next upper deck release this is i just thought of this i am going to break the case in my bathroom at home on the toilet yeah on the toilet breaks. i'm gonna i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring all the you know the nice hd cameras i'm gonna bring it to my house and i'm gonna break at my house and i'm gonna be like Call me out, Upper Deck. I'm breaking in my bathroom. I'm going to make a mockery of it. I'm, I th- I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about doing that. Speaking of Upper Deck, they want to. I I think we're. They were asking us if we want to do a break at the, uh, at the, <laughs> at the conference. So <laughs> it was all jokes, Upper Deck. It was all. I didn't mean it. No. Um, sorry, Upper but Deck. Seriously, sorry, sorry, Upper Deck. We, we, it's a, we, yeah. it's an hour show, and you know we need some content, so we just figured we'd throw you under the bus for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I don't know about saying those hockey names, bro. I don't I don't know. So we'll see. Um, but we'll be at that conference, so maybe we should uh, we should do that, and then afterwards we'll be like, hey, this is this is what we got to come to an actually, agreement on. Actually, that is a good idea. Why don't you? We'll say we're gonna do a break, but I'll be sitting there. And I'll just you go into the bathroom <laughs> from the conference from the probably, conference. Probably be a really nice conference. They're bathroom all, all where where is the where is the case break that you guys are doing? I'm like, oh, Doug's doing the toilet right now. Yeah, I don't have he's to have just, a shop. He's just hanging out like yeah. they're all. Oh, no, we have it set up here for you right now. It's like, oh, no, it's cool, man. Toilet's good <laughs> for sure. Irv, we will. All right. So let's get into 582 Montgomery. I thought it was the most brilliant marketing ever by tops ever. Ooh, Ever that frequency right there? I did. I know. I peaked it a little bit. Yep. Sorry about you guys' yep. ear holes. Easy Sorry that. about your ear holes. But five eighty two Montgomery was an exclusive club for two hundred dollars that you bought into, and um, they're gonna they're gonna send you some cards. It actually sold out like what a day? I don't know. And they said um, you're gonna be able to get. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna. He's, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, I I, don't, I have no idea. I. What are we going to get? Tell everybody what we're going to get for $1,000, Doug. Well, no, I wanted to talk about the $200 first. Oh, tell everybody what we're going to get for $200, Doug. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually never purchased. I've never made a purchase in my life that if somebody's like, hey, what are you buying for $200? I'm all, "I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no idea, but I did it right away. Dan, and then so they had this the is it the Manhattan 
Well, let me just. I want to. I want to. Okay, I want to so get the history. So whatever. So, so whatever. We already spent. We spent two hundred dollars a piece, and we don't know what we're getting. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can bring up the five eighty two Montgomery uh, Club. All right. So so, so they advertise this club. People were laughing about it. or were saying, "Aha! What is this thing? It's two hundred bucks. What is it? I get to join this club. We like clubs. I like club sandwiches. I like club soda. So I figured, hey, why not join the club? I like Fight so, Club. I like. And Dan likes Fight Club. <laughs> so it's. Priced at $199 for the entire duration of the 1819 program with no additional cost for shipping. 2018-19 Tops Montgomery Club features six different sets that showcase recently discovered lost designs from our Brooklyn facility. The first sh set ships out initial sign up and its 25 card set has one autograph. Um, but what got us was that we're going to be able to purchase the highest end product that Tops ever re has released on Tops.com. So... So we pay the $200. We're like, okay, we haven't gotten anything yet. So we're like, all right. And we looked and it was sold out. We're like, yeah, 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 it's a good sign. When it's sold out, I mean, people want it, right? So you're like, yeah. And then we get an email on Monday saying, here's your opportunity to buy the Brooklyn collection, which is five cards and it's $1,000. But I was like, I already spent the 200. I have to spend the thousand. So it hit me that how genius the marketing was by Tops because you're not going to spend the $200 and then pass on the high-end product, why would you do that? I actually checked out and went through the whole process without even looking at what I was buying. You me too. You literally told me, you're all, they're releasing that set. And I'm all, I didn't get the email. I didn't get the email. And then I found the email and just literally went through the process and didn't even look at what I was buying. Yeah. And now I have now I read about it and uh, swift kick. I'm not. I'm not feeling good about it. Well, it's a five-card set, and it's supposedly designs that nobody's ever seen, as you can see on the screen here between the Trout and Jeter that they're showing. There's a reason. And, um, <laughs> and I'm hopeful, <laughs> you know. So it's a, the, the Brooklyn set, it, it was $1,000 our cost, and uh, a maximum of 1,000 boxes will be made, and there were, will be at least $1,000 a piece with cards using two different designs that were unearthed. There will be at least 50 players per design, and each will be numbered to 25 copies uh, per card unless there's another parallel involved. Each will have a red to 15, black to 10, purple to 5, and 1-1 platinum versions. Not all players will appear, uh, will appear on both designs. Sorry, I'm having trouble reading today, public school. But many are on both. When you see the full checklist for the players, it's stacked lineup of past and present stars. that includes Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, Bo Jackson, Chipper Jones, Derek Jeter, Hank Aaron, Juan Soto, Chris Bryant, Mariano Rivera, Mike Trout, Nolan Ryan, Ronald Acuna Jr., Sandy Koufax, and Shohei Otani. No images released for this, um, except for this Mike Trout above the teasers of the 582 program. Members of the club have not received anything but blah, 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 blah. So we're like, oh, we got to get it. But I, like, I just wanted to point to the fact that I thought it was genius marketing that you're not going to. Like, it's like if we were to sell you guys the angels in a break for like, like you'd have to pay $20 up front, but then you have to pay $200 on receipt. You're not going to not give us $200 for the angels if we did our breaks that way. Right. So I thought it was supreme genius. It. <clears throat> well, it truly was fear of missing out. And I think we were going back and forth. I think they I think they sold about a thousand <laughs> game changer. Oh. I think they sold about a thousand of these memberships. Yep. So I think it was about a thousand of these memberships. How many of the thousand of the memberships you think purchased the thousand dollar five cards? Ninety five percent. So yeah. So just straight come up. Well, I mean, I, what do you, but what do you, again, you're getting back to the psychological aspect of it. I spent $200 to join this club. Is it 582 I, memberships or I think that's the street that the thing was on. Right? No. Yeah. I think I want to say, I want to say somewhere somebody did the math. I don't know. I'm blowout. I, I could be wrong too. I, I want to say it was somewhere around a thousand. I, I read somewhere it was a thousand memberships. So, but then the other thing is, is that you, it is like fight club. Because next year, they're going to renew you. They're going to give you the opportunity to renew for the club again. And the only way new memberships are going to be available if somebody drops out, supposedly. They're not, they're saying, that's what I heard rumor-wise, is they're, not going to, they're basically not going to add new memberships next year. So you, you almost have to pay. So now you got, somebody on the, you got somebody on the hook for years and years to come, which is genius business. I'm not criticizing so that. Top, so Tops has $200 from both of us for the rest of our lives. Every year, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we're going to be doing the, the Brooklyn collection in a break. So you guys aren't going to have to pay $1,000. Hopefully it's worth it. Hopefully there's good cards in there. But there'll be some kind of mixer in the future when we get the Brooklyn collection product. It'll be on mojobreak.com. So check out for updates on that. And we'll 
see if this stuff is worth it. You know what I'm saying? So, and Ziggy, yes, we did. Uh, Dan got some Prism Optic or Optic Donruss Optic. Sorry, first off the line today. I didn't even know about it. I totally fell asleep at the wheel. Um, but Dan got some. I got two cases. You got two cases. It it wasn't. It, I think it sold out in about ten minutes. I was actually surprised that it took as long. But uh, I mean, it looks like everybody on blowout was like, "This is a loser. It's a loser. It's a loser. It's a loser. This isn't going to sell out." And then ten minutes later, it sold out. So. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they put on their site right now for first stop the line. It's going to sell out. If it has that FOTL or that first in the name, it's gone. It's gone. I mean, not only you have guys like us that are trying to break it for you guys, you got guys that are trying to make money. You got probably people that aren't even in this hobby that are just buying it to make money on the side. You know? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying. So um, I wanted to get into the last segment of the show before we jump into, I believe, rookies and stars, right? We're doing rookies and stars at 315, so some teams left in that, I think. So jump in on that. And we also have Obsidian, brand new Obsidian football. We've done two cases. You can see the case breaks on YouTube. Looks like it's pretty nice stuff. So jump in on that. And, um, yeah, it's a totally different uh, – and I'm responding to people in the chat for people who think I'm just randomly going off yeah, on and I, and It I, is a different configuration than Optic. And I wouldn't be surprised – I mean, they're – there could be an optic regular that's first off the line still to be released. Could be. I, I doubt they would do that, but you know, I, it's kind of what tops did with, uh, with Bowman, with yeah. the Bowman choice. You kind of seen, you kind of, you've kind of seen Panini start going in this direction with some of their, some of their sets. Uh, they did it with prism, but it was only released in Europe and right. Japan with uh, prism choice so you know optic choice maybe there'll be uh some more choice the choice is yours the choice is yours so i got a um tweet about a topic about talking about the 2012 rookie class that's kind of spawned into this idea for me in the last eight years of football products i wanted to break down what do you guys think was the best nfl rookie class hobby related for the last eight years. What do you think was the best? And what do you think was the worst? And uh, I'm going to do a round table discussion with us. And I'll start with Dan. What do you think was the best rookie class? NFL rookie class. And what do you think was the worst? For the hobby, right? Yep, for the hobby. Oh. What? Mm -hmm. I, I thought you meant just for like just the players in the league. Well, I guess you could take that route for conversation's sake. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going players in the league. I don't. Because the a lot of the some of these players don't really sell for as much as they should, but I think 2011 is probably the best that I could remember player wise. Okay, um, not so much for the hobby. AJ Green and Julio Jones don't sell for as much as they should. Uh, Cam Newton doesn't Ka really. Colin Kaepernick. You know, you know, Von Miller. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, uh, Kaepernick almost sells for as much as. Cam Newton. Kaepernick is going... Mark my words. In 20 years, Kaepernick cards may be the highest-selling football card. I like that prediction. You don't You don't know. He, he, he has... He didn't play that long. He has he definitely, definitely a mystique about him. Um, he could go down as... A Muhammad Ali type, you're saying? A civil rights hero. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think, you know, and people make that comparison of Muhammad Ali, but Muhammad Ali was good, and he, he won. Colin Kaepernick, didn't really win. Colin Kaepernick was, was good. He, he was he, good. He went. He wasn't great, though. But he, but he didn't play that long. He oh. went, he, what, he played, how many years did Colin Kaepernick play where he wasn't hurt? Because he was hurt one year. Um, he didn't sign for a while. Right. Three years? Only? Three years. So let's say Kaepernick played like three or four years, right? Yeah. Well, he went to a Super Bowl. Okay. You could talk. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys. There's guys on that list that the picture that you're showing right there. There's one dude who's played in the Super Bowl. And there's what four other guys up there, right? Well, I wanted to make the argument, and we'll see, Rad. What do you what, what is uh, you're going to say? 2014, right? Let's just get that one out of the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite rookie class? Uh, I'll go with the hobby route. I'll say um, the best in the last eight years. Um, 
And Jeff poses a good question as it was selling or where it's at today. That, as it that, was selling, I would guess, right? Yeah, maybe the height of it compared yeah. to the height of every other During year. During the year of, I would say, right? Yeah. Um, oh, 16. 16 with Dak and Elliot. Yeah, that's and probably went, the, and Wentz. I would say sixteen, but close is probably like twelve. I remember I was getting back into the hobby during that time, and there was so much hype for the Colts and for Andrew Luck, and obviously the worst hobby in the last eight years. I would give thirteen. It might be an easy one, way too easy. I'll make an argument. I think thirteen right now is better than twelve. Right now, yeah. Right now, yeah. Because um, there was a lot of hit and misses in in in, in twelve. Um, you know, you had a lot of hype with RG3 and Luck. I mean, Luck's starting to play better, even though he didn't score any points dude, last you're, Sunday. Dude, you're high, dude. No. You're saying right now? Dude, Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck. Yeah. That's all you need. You are talking about 2013, where you had Eddie Lacy. Actually, let's face it, the most consistent guy in that, because you can't say Le'Veon Bell, he'd even play this year. Still has got the best stats of the last Zach eight Ertz. years. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, the best guy. Well, D Hop, D Hop, Zach Ertz. Um, yeah, you're pretty just, much you're it. making my argument now. D Hop, Zach Ertz, Keenan Allen. You got uh, Lane Johnson, Pro Bowler, Ziggy Ansaw, Pro Bowler, Sheldon Richardson, Pro Bowler, Eric Reed, Pro Bowler. I know these guys aren't offensive guys. D Hop, Cordero Patterson might win a ring this year. You never know. Niall Davis. You got uh, Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, um, Eddie Lacy. Travis Kelsey might be the best tight end of his time, maybe ever. Mike Glennon. But uh, I would agree with you guys about 2017. I really would, except I broke it last year, and it wouldn't sell. If you say now, yes. Yeah. If you're, you're saying now, yeah. 2017, yes, no doubt. Yeah, we but last year, Mm-mm. all you had was Kareem Hunt you're, selling. And, mm-hmm. uh, and Irv's right. You know what? You're right. 2013. Best, best rookie class because you got Bobby Woods. <laughs> That's right, dude. Bobby Woods. We're looking at the picture right there. Pro bowler. Keenan Allen, and you mentioned him. I mean, there was a lot of time. Vance McDonald. Monty Ball. Geno Smith. Jordan Reed. Dude, that was a powerhouse of tight ends. And Kelsey's not even up there. Yeah, uh, Jordan Reed, Zach Ertz, and Travis Kelsey. Denard Robinson. Denard Robinson. Aaron Dobson. So yeah, I mean, if you if 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 we had Watson, Mahomes, Trubisky playing this well last year, then 2017 would yeah. be hands down. Because so, yeah, you had Alvin Kamara, and, mm-hmm. you know, all these guys, Kareem Hunt. Now, obviously, that's old news now. But yeah, that would that would be the best. But yeah. at the time, it wasn't. Yeah, so. the, the 2017 product line started off strong. We were we were able to sell breaks, uh, no problem. But there was about like a three month period where like it felt like nobody wanted to buy 2017. You know, especially after Watson. I, yeah, the, after Watson went down. I'll, I'll tell you right now, it hobby related 2016. When you have to sell breaks and you have to break down the Cowboys the in yeah. three spots. Yeah. And you have to do Cowboys, Zeke, and <laughs> Dak is three spots just <laughs> yeah. to just so it's not like fifteen hundred dollars for the yeah. spot. Yeah. Then that is the hottest year ever. Yeah. You know what? I would like to disagree with you, but I think twenty sixteen. It's very difficult to disagree with me. And and Jared Goff wasn't even performing at that point. I mean, you could we bought I wish we would have bought a lot more Jared Goffs than Mannion, but we bought a Jared Goff for five hundred bucks RPA N T. Not me, Mannion. And it's worth like thirty five hundred now. So at the time or they're selling for thirty five hundred. At the time it, it they weren't selling for anything because Jared Goff was like losing a lot of games. So um, but now, obviously, he's the talk of the town, and, and the Rams are, are the favorite to win the Super Bowl, unfortunately. So, but I don't know. The 2012 rookie class was a huge year for us. I mean, it was – you had uh, – you had – we even forget about Trent Richardson, how huge he was his first year. You had Trent Richardson, Andrew Luck, um, Russell Wilson. Actually, Russell Wilson wasn't a draw until the season started. And we all know how many yep. products come out before the season starts. Yep. So, I mean, there must have been eight releases before anybody was chasing Russell Wilson. And he was, like, in everything. Yeah. Yeah, I remember opening up a 2012 box. It was the summer before the season started. I pulled a Russell Wilson out of uh, some product. I was like, man, what the heck is this? I thought I just probably threw it to the side. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if somebody would have... Russell Wilson is almost like the Donovan Mitchell at the time where you didn't know at the beginning of the year what he was going to do because they had just signed... What's his name? The guy that had been passed around from team to team. The guy, the former Green Bay quarterback. What was his name? He was on the Raiders, too. And he never he never played on either the Raiders or the Seahawks. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn was going to be the starter. Russell Wilson was drafted third round and uh, just lit it up preseason. And uh, the rest is history. Wilson got the start and a couple Super Bowls later won one. And... Getting to, because uh, uh, Jay August is in the chat saying Dak and Elliot are cheap right now. Well, that goes back to our point that it doesn't matter what a running back does. Ezekiel Elliott is leading the league in rushing right now. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he's become a complete dual threat. He catches the ball out of the backfield. Probably the best running back in the league. Him and Gurley, it's mm-hmm. a toss-up, right? He isn't selling for anything, and he plays for the Cowboys. Right, right. That pretty much needs to tell you, and, and I'm I'm saying it right now. Sell your Saquon Barkley cards. 100%. They, if Elliott plays for the Cowboys, and he is leading the league in rushing, he's the best running back in the league, and you can get his cards relatively inexpensive. Le'Veon Bell, you can get, he was the best running back maybe ever. Yeah, based on stats. uh, Based on stats, maybe ever. His cards are cheap. Do not invest in running backs. Flip them when you can. When you hit them and somebody's willing to give you three, four hundred bucks for a a Saquon Barkley auto, sell it. Yeah. Do not hold on to it. It will go down 100%. I can guarantee you in two years, we'll be like, Saquon Barkley's one of the best running backs in the league. Go buy his cards yeah, for his, seventy bucks. Yeah, because his cards are 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 basically selling like quarterback pricing right now. Yeah, you quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are where you want to invest. Your I mean, money. you could hold, you could buy now and still probably hold on to it and make a quick. But don't hold on to it in the off season. You know what I'm saying? Don't hold on to it if you're gonna flip it. If you if you like Saquon and you're a Giants fan, you're gonna keep it. Doesn't matter, right? But if you're gonna sell it, I wouldn't wait to the off season. I wouldn't wait to the beginning of the next year because there's gonna be some other running back that comes out next year that's gonna be lighting it up. And uh, but I will agree with your guys's point because 2016 product is readily available more than 2017. So the 2017, if it stood right now, comparative comparing 2017 way hotter. But I think what we were trying to say is during the period of when the product came out, the year last year, we've never seen anything like 2016 products. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So in that eight year span that we talked about, because you had the height of breaks, and I think what helps too with the. why 2017 wasn't selling as well last year was I think basketball was on fire. So you had those guys that were normally investing in, in, in either basketball or football. They were investing in basketball. So at the, during the season of 2017, it wasn't as hot. And uh, this year, I think you're seeing more people gravitate towards football rather than basketball so far besides Luka. So I think football has a little bit more legs plus with all the quarterbacks right now. So, and I think in the year of uh, 2016, who did we have for basketball? We had Simmons. We had a really down year in basketball cards, right? So we had 16, 17. So if one of the other sports is hotter than the other one, it's going to affect the other one at the time too. Well, and not to say to not prospect on other positions besides quarterback. Right. Because there is money to be made by prospecting. Yes. You could have bought a lot of Alvin Kamara last year early before the season started. For a couple bucks. Yep. Easily. And then flip them for, again, you're not going to flip them for hundreds of dollars, but you can take a $10 investment and flip it for 40, 50 bucks. An even better uh, reason, or an even better short-term investment last year was Nick Foles. But I, I think Nick Foles. I think without a doubt, running backs, receivers, tight ends are good short-term investments. Yep. Don't hold on to them for the long haul. Quarterbacks, yes. But any other position... It's a it's a good short term investment flip. Yep, and I was gonna say you could go back like I said when Foles when Foles came into the fold after Wentz with, with the best record in the league pretty much, you could have bought his card still super cheap. He wins the MVP. You see the bump. Now he wasn't he wasn't Watson or Trubisky prices, but I'm talking about you could have bought like an NTRP at 100 bucks and then it went for 400 bucks right right after he won Super Bowl MVP. So there's definitely moments in football, and I know. You were talking about more about running backs, not quarterbacks. But I'm saying there's, there's, there could be scrub guys that have one game, and now you've been able to flip them for X amount of dollars. All right, all right. You, I, I see where said. you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. You're saying invest a bunch of money into Mark Sanchez. 
Okay. Butt fumble, All baby. All right. All right. Mark Sanchez brings the uh, Redskins to a Super Bowl, maybe. Maybe. Mark Sanchez, Super Bowl MVP. No. Say that with a straight face. No. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm saying invest in Sean Mannion. Oh, oh, I thought Mark Sanchez. Same thing. They're all in our eBay store. <laughs> Buy it now. So, all right, guys. Well, I think we've uh, overwent the show again, but we've got Rookies and Stars football, so don't go anywhere. Rookies and Stars football with Cyber Packs coming up. That product has been loaded as a breaker exclusive only, so they didn't make a whole lot of it. Every case, we're getting all the big names. Um, I think there's about 10 or so teams left, and uh, we'll get right into that. And then we have more Obsidian today. We have the 1999 Random Player Flawless Full case of flawless 1819 basketball, random player style. So you get Luka Doncic for 1999, possibly, and you get him for the whole case. Maybe you hit two Luka Doncic. Who knows? So uh, check that out. We're gonna be live all the rest of today doing breaks. So don't go nowhere here on YouTube. And thanks for listening to the hype. We'll be back with show 71 next week. And uh, check us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that other fun stuff. And uh, uh, thanks for tuning in again. Peace out, guys. Thanks for watching this episode. Visit mojobreak.com for more info and your break spot. And we will see you next time on 